0: back to Up To Date with Reese and Kate. In this podcast, we talk about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. I hope you guys had a good week and that you're enjoying the really nice
1: May weather. Um, It's been really sunny where I live and I've really enjoyed that. It's a lot nicer to get outside. Um, I hope you guys are still surviving isolation. I know it's getting really hard. It's like day almost 60 of quarantine, I think, for me. but I hope that this
0: episode brightens up your week and that you enjoy it. Um if you if you guys haven't already listened to our episode that we released Thursday, you should definitely go back and listen to that because we had our first special guest and it was just a really fun experience for both Kate and I and we got to learn all about a 9-year-old's perspective on COVID.
1: Yeah, so go check that out. Um, We can link it in the description down below for you
0: guys. And let's get on to the episode. Okay, so our fact for this week is there are more twins now than ever before. So in 1915 to 1985, the rate of having twins was 2%. So one in every 50 kids were twins. And in 2010, the rate jumped to 3.3%. And that's one in every 30 kids is a twin this is due to the fact that now more women are having kids later in life and that can lead to having twins and also because more people are using fertility treatments which can also lead to sets of multiples
1: so we found that fact really interesting um i think twins are really cool like i'd like to study like the connection between twins, especially identical twins, I think that would just be really fascinating to see um, like the, if they have different connections than a normal siblings
0: Yeah, that research. Yeah, I think that would be really cool to study. Okay. Um, so
1: we are going to talk very little about coronavirus, but we just have a few things because um, it is important to talk about. So I heard the other day that a lot of people like not a lot, but quite a few people in my city and I know everywhere else are dying because they're afraid to go into hospitals because they're afraid of getting coronavirus. Um, so even if they're having like a life-threatening issue, they won't want to go in because they're afraid of the chance that they'll get coronavirus, which is really sad that they're dying like this because hospitals, at least here I am, are not full yet. Like there's very few COVID patients there and they're running at such low capacity. So I think it's really sad that people are thinking that they're going to get coronavirus as soon as they go into a hospital. So they're not going even when they need
0: to. Definitely. And I feel like I understand where they're coming from as you, of course, want to be safer than sorry. But when you have a life-threatening condition, I think you should definitely be going into a hospital no matter what. Even if you're nervous, you're going to get COVID. Um, and like what Kate said, I'll, I don't know where some of you guys live, but in Ontario especially, so many of the hospitals are at like 30, 40% capacity. And people are thinking that, it's, that there's way more people in hospitals with COVID than there actually are. And so it's just really sad that people are not gonna be able to go into hospitals.
1: Yeah, because I know also that a lot of surgeries are getting canceled, which I think is also kind of unfair to those people, they aren't getting the surgeries that they need, even if they aren't 100% essential. It's still, they should be still able to have those. But I know that hospitals are prepared for the rush, but.
0: Yeah, and they're clearly not getting, I think, the rush that they're anticipating. Um, okay. But
1: anyways, our first topic to talk about today is the helicopter
0: crash um, that was discovered this week. So do you want to tell us about that? Definitely. So most of you guys, if, especially if you're Canadian, have probably heard about the huge helicopter crash that happened later, or that happened last week. And I'm pretty sure it was leaving Fredericton, and something went catastrophically wrong. and the I'm pretty sure the pilot lost control and they lost connection with the airbase and the the helicopter was found in tons of broken pieces in the water in the Mediterranean just off the coast of Greece. So after that one body was uh, yeah, found. So found. Five people and are presumed five. dead and one body one body is found. And so that's really sad, especially for the people who knew these people or were friends with these people. I just think that's a really horrible way to die, especially when someone is unknown if they're actually um, still alive or not. But people have said that it's impossible that they're still alive as no one has found them for over 48 hours. And that is especially really sad.
1: Yeah, that'd be so sad. Just like not knowing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, who had died. But um, our next story is kind of sad, but kind of funny. So um, I found this just when I was looking at the news. It was a five-year-old boy who was pulled over on his way to California because he wanted to buy a Lamborghini, and he was driving a car. Um, And a cop saw him, and he thought it was just, like, a driver who was having trouble. And so he pulled him over, and he just found this five-year-old who was just in tears because he was trying to drive to California, to buy a Lamborghini um so I think it happened like his brother was babysitting him and not watching and the kid just grabbed the keys and started driving so that I thought found like really funny but also kind of sad because the kid just like got in the car and he didn't have anyone stop him or anything but it was kind of funny and I'm glad like no one was hurt or anything um but yeah I was really surprised by that what was your reaction
0: yeah, that is definitely something you would not, especially if you're a police officer, that you wouldn't see all the time at all. And we will be linking that article in the description because when I first heard it, I thought it also sounded really unbelievable. Um, but it's from a reliable news source, and I think that is just absurd. Like, that's such a like abnormal or strange situation. I don't know. I think it's just really surprising.
1: Yeah, I'd just be shocked if I was the police officer just
0: seeing <laughs> that. It'd be
1: really surprising. Yeah. Um. Then, just as a follow-up, because last week, I know we talked about all the death rumors surrounding Kim Jong-un. So, do you want to tell us what's evolved in that story?
0: Definitely. So, it has it has been confirmed that Kim Jong-un is not dead. He is most certainly alive. And... He was seen, I'm pretty sure, at a fertilizer plant. Um, He was, like, opening a fertilizer plant in North Korea. And from the photos that were taken, Kim Jong-un looks very healthy. He looks in good spirits. So people are really confused by this whole situation because for the longest time it seemed that he was either dead or was gravely ill. And I think it just surprised a lot of people to see him out and about like that.
1: Yeah, but I for sure thought he was gravely ill, but then they showed those pictures, so, but people are not, they're, they're yeah, they aren't accepting it, they're think, they're saying it's fake, which I think it might be, I don't know, I just feel like that's something that might happen, but I don't know, it'll be interesting to see if that gets confirmed or anything.
0: Yeah, a lot of people uh, are believing that these photos were actually photoshopped in an attempt to make people believe that Kim Jong-un was fine. I don't know if this is true or not, um, but I can definitely see where those people's ideas are coming from, given the fact that he seemed like he was about to die or was already dead, and now is doing perfectly well. So I think it's like I said before; it's just really confusing a lot of people, and it's it it just doesn't really make sense the whole situation. So we'll see if anything further comes out, and if it does, we will definitely be updating you guys. And telling you everything that's happened.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then our last survey is about a UK um, COVID advisor who resigned after he himself broke the lockdown rules. So um, this is a COVID advisor, Neil Ferguson, and he was a leading epidemiologist, and he broke down the rules, he broke the rules that he had helped put in place, which I think is not a good example at all, because if people see him doing that, then like they're for sure not gonna follow that, um, those rules that he has put in place if they see him breaking them. And people are already starting to break, him, break the rules more and like loosen up because they haven't seen the big peaks that the governments were saying. So with this, I think we're going to see a lot of um, rises in people not obeying the restrictions. But um, he said that he made his statement to CNN was he made an error of judgment and he took the wrong course of action. So he had recently been tested for corona and came out positive and he had isolated for two weeks. So he was visiting or one of his friends was seen coming to visit him um, when he was supposed to be in isolation still. But then he was forced to resign after that.
0: Yeah, so he was part of one of the leading groups in the United Kingdom that is helping with all coronavirus, um, just all insight about coronavirus. And I think it's really surprising that he was one of the leading people who was creating laws and bylaws about social distancing and staying at home. And I think that's just, once again, really surprising that he himself broke some of those rules.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But they are, I'm happy because they are starting to loosen up restrictions, at least where I live. Um, And more businesses are going to start opening up. But I think that will, because of that, we will still see a spike in cases. But I'm glad that things are starting to open up more.
0: Yeah, and I think the government is, well, at least the Canadian government is trying to gradually... Loosen restrictions so most people can get back to their jobs and just get back to normal life, making an income, and just being able to support themselves and their families, which I think is really prudent um, just for the well-being of the majority of citizens and for the welfare of citizens.
1: And, like, especially the mental health of people, because sitting at home in lockdown is not good for your mental health whatsoever, so we... Hope that um, the situation will improve and lockdown will release, but we don't know. But um, that that is all we have for you guys this week. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, And if you have anything you want us to talk about, any tips you want to give us or suggestions, our email is at com. We'll leave that in the description. And that's it for this week.
0: And we hope you listen to our episode coming next Monday. Thank you. Bye. Bye.